Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. Well, demand for plant based food has shown steady growth across Asia in recent years. After the growing interest in plant based food, it is not just a passing fad anymore, as consumers continue to seek out beneficial health foods like meat free diets and plant protein sources. Now, while reducing the consumption of animal products, they are also looking at how they can help reduce their impact on the planet. But as the industry continues to grow, there are still challenges it needs to overcome in Asia. So David Young, the founder of Green Monday Group and Omni Food, is with us on the phone lines right now to share some key trends and challenges for plant-based food here in Asia. Good afternoon to you, David. Hello, David. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. David, let's uh, talk about what the Social Venture Green Monday Group is all about. Well, I mean, we are celebrating our 10th anniversary this year. So uh, it has been 10 years of a journey of both promoting the concept and awareness of food and sustainability, how meat consumption and diet change. Uh, actually can make a huge impact towards net zero sustainability and, of course, personal health benefits. Um, and at the same time, we also, under the brand of OmniFoods, um, is a food innovation arm that we develop meat alternatives, such as seafood alternative, meat alternative, so that we can provide more sustainable, healthier, and equally tasty choices that facilitate and empower people to change. Well, what are some of the trends that are driving innovation or plant-based revolution across the Asia-Pacific markets today? How, how, how different is it from, uh, say, the Western side of the world? Well, I mean, there, is, uh, there are definitely some differences. I mean, first of all, from a taste or from a palate standpoint, I mean, obviously, Asian cooking, Asian culinary, the methods we use are not the same. So mm-hmm. there are uh, you know, on the culinary side, there are differences. And then from a, a mindset and awareness standpoint, there's still a lot of education work that needs to be done that, you know, consumers need to know that their power, their choice actually can make a big difference. So those are the differences. But in terms of the similarity, I think the whole world needs to work towards net zero. We Climate change is a, you know, universal humanity and planetary crisis. Uh, And we all need to work towards the same goal in terms of carbon reduction, all the resource conservation, marine conservation, etc. So there are differences between Asia and, you know, rest of the world. But at the same time, from a general direction and objective standpoint, I think we we should be very much aligned. Okay, explain to me then, uh, David, how pivoting to plant-based diet would actually help the environment in such a way. Because you're still manufacturing all these plant-based meats, right? So there's still going to be all the pollution and everything else that comes with real meat. Well, I mean, there is actually a huge difference between eating animal-based meats, especially nowadays, most of the meat are from animal factory farming. Mm-hmm. So first of all, the sheer volume of whether it's you know, cows, chicken, pigs, seafood, um, they need a lot of land, mm-hmm. they need a lot of water, they need a lot of pollution, carbon emission. And they also, in terms of feed conversion, because we need to feed the animals before they are slaughtered and fed to human beings, the conversion in terms of input and output is actually very low when we're eating uh, animal-based meat. So if we can turn them, 
simply and say, instead of feeding the soy and the crops and turn them into animal feed to feed the animals, and then, you know, 10 units of those in and only one unit of meat out, if we can increase that efficiency by tenfold and simply turn from plants directly into plant-based proteins, plant-based meats or dairy, actually the efficiency we're talking about, mm-hmm. ninefold, tenfold, elevenfold increase or improvement, okay. Okay. Uh, which means we actually can feed 10 times more people. So just from that standpoint, it helps the planet. And then, of course, the pollution reduction, the carbon reduction. A lot of people do not know that the carbon emission from livestock actually accounts for more greenhouse gas than all transportation combined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the studies out there in terms of data, they've been quite quite different. I mean, there's some that claim that, okay, if you choose vegetarian or vegan options, you would only reduce greenhouse gas emissions per person by 3%. But then there are others that show reduction in emissions per person by, what, 20 to 30%. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a hard choice in that sense for, for those who want to switch to non-meat alternatives, you know, for climate reasons. Obviously, different studies have different range, um, but I think the consensus is um, there is definitely an improvement. Now, and then on a personal level, I think it's also worth emphasizing that um, nowadays, um, many people's health problems are, you know, uh, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity, and these are all caused by our diet. I mean, most likely it's overnutrition, too much meat consumption. So mm. besides the environmental benefit, it definitely it's also personal mm. benefit. I was trying to persuade some, some friends to, to go for the impossible meat burgers, for mm-hmm. example, which, you know, ha- has been, um, you know, very popular, right, in Singapore. But there's some who argue that, you know, just because you're staying away from meat doesn't make your diet any healthier if you're still going for, you know, such meat alternatives, which are in fact still processed foods i cannot speak for every brand but Mm -hmm. you know for example for omni i mean we very much work on the nutrition side to make sure that on one hand it provides all the you know protein all the calcium all the micronutrients that we need but on the other hand also Mm -hmm. all the things we don't want like fats uh calories of course no cholesterol uh and all that so i mean um, that depends from, you know, kind of from, uh, it varies from a product to product, brand, brand to brand basis. But generally, I mean, if people read the labels, uh, they can also get a much better sense of which are the mm. ones that indeed are mm. healthier. Now, of course, I also want to emphasize that plant-based ultimately is about a balanced diet. So I'm always advocating mm. people to, hey, don't forget the avocado, don't forget mm. the beetroot, mm. don't forget the kale, mm. of all the, and the fruits, by the way. So... It is, it is about a balanced, you know, rainbow diet. Mm. And then the meat alternative is part of the protein that can help, mm. you know, kind of at least people know that there are choices out there and you're not just giving up meat and you can only shift to, let's say, tofu. Okay, I've heard about your products like the Omni Luncheon Meat, which was very, mm. very much uh, talked about when it first launched uh, here in Singapore. And now you're unveiling an Omni Seafood series as well, plant-based fish or into plant-based fish market what is uh what goes into this uh series of seafood i think ocean conservation is something that a lot of people kind of overlook when we think about just global sustainability and overfishing is a serious problem in the world in the last 70 years globally we are fishing or like fish seafood production has gone up ninefold in the last two to seven years ninefold now, the problem is you cannot overfish endlessly. 
from the ocean. I mean, it just doesn't allow you to do that. In fact, there are many species that are already on the verge of going extinct. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why uh, for us, you know, plant-based seafood is another dimension that we see as a huge impact and also huge potential. And only seafood with uh, tuna, with the filet, uh, with the crab meat is about giving people that choice that you absolutely can enjoy the umami and the, you know, seafood deliciousness, but at the same time, doing good to the planet and the ocean. You're making me very hungry <laughs> talking but, but about right, though. I mean, the luncheon meat is something that a lot of people love. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. love the luncheon, mm-hmm. the plant Mm-hmm. And aside from that, uh, you, you, Green Monday has, has actually had some organic extension in, in uh, some of the offerings. Uh, I understand that Hong Kong has just welcomed its first ever plant-based culinary arts academy, which is opened by Green Monday in collaboration with real estate giant Great Eagle Group. Tell us more about that. That's right. Well, we think um, product innovation is one thing, but at the end, it is about culinary creativity. Any food any product, I mean, I don't care if there's a broccoli or, you know, chicken or any, any food out there. If you cook it well, then chances are it can taste very good. If you don't cook it well, mm. even the best ingredient can be spoiled. So culinary, uh, you know, culinary excellence or culinary innovation with the new plant-based paradigm, we think is very important. And that's the reason why we team up with Michelin star chefs under different types of cuisine, you know, Asian cuisine, Western cuisine, and then they can team up and, you know, basically provide that kind of uh, knowledge and knowledge transfer to many of the aspiring chefs who want to do something with plant-based, but they feel a little bit clueless. So that is the reason behind the Culinary uh, Academy. Uh, We see product innovation, culinary innovation, and of course, general education. Uh, These are kind of like, you need to click on all cylinders in order to move the needle. Got to be honest, uh, David, there's just a term plant-based doesn't sound very appetizing (laughs) for a meat eater like me. But in any case, what are the upcoming trends that you are looking at in the plant-based scene? Well, I think um, just to address your point, um, (laughs) we are not necessarily trying to to plant-based everyone, um, but I think flexitarian. I mean, it's, it is about portion shift. Flexitarian is about you know portion, whether it is one one tenth, one one fifth, one quarter. You know, this is something that will benefit everyone. Not to mm. say that you need to give up meats completely tomorrow. Right. But in terms of big uh, global you know food trend, I think uh, in fact I think Asia uh, innovation in Asia is really the up and coming one because. The early uh, innovations come from mostly North America. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, if you think about the population and the market, Asia actually has the biggest population by right. far. So from that standpoint, I think the next mega wave actually come from Asia. And the food developed from Asian food innovation company uh, should be quite different from the ones from the West because palate, culture, culinary are indeed quite different. Well, really good stuff there. Thank you very much for joining us here and explaining all of this to us. Uh, David Young is the founder of Green Monday Group and Omni Foods right here on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.